Hello, and welcome to the Geekiest Podcast, where we sit around and talk to our friends about all things geeky, all the while giving each other geek points to determine who is the geekiest. You're listening to The Geekiest. This is Joe, and I am the Sorcerer Supreme. And this is Kayla, and I am just here for the view. And this is Pete, and I like pizza. I just wanted to mention that. Okay. It's good to know. <laughs> and I am Morgan, and I'm here because I was invited. Yay! Yay! It's <laughs> so, weird if you just showed up and yeah. said anything. I have been known to do that. No, That's fine. Yeah, I mean, I'm okay with that. We you won't know, complain. Would, you know, but. We, we haven't had any podcast guests just show up and like be at the door and just like wouldn't that be convenient though (laughs) that would be weird i think if we had a studio it would be okay maybe but (laughs) i mean you guys do you but i would be like come on in whatever that's fine just random person just random people i don't want to speak for you guys though that's probably not a good idea how are you you geeky when i say elf what do you think (laughs) (laughs) the number 11 in german So we are joined by Miss Morgan LaRue, uh, burlesque dancer, cosplayer, and sexy geek. Um, and and the way we do things here at the Geekiest is we uh, we're fans of comic book stories, so we need your origin. All right. So my origin is is that I you know kind of grew up in a house that really loved fantasy. My parents were into Star Trek and Star Wars. And, like, all those TV shows and, um, you know, used to watch The Hulk with Lou Ferrigno, which scared the living crap out of me so bad that I would scream and hide behind the couch in tears. (laughs) Oh, wow. Yeah, he scared the living crap out of me. (laughs) And what also scared me, I must have been, like, the biggest chicken when I was a little kid, like, seriously. (laughs) Like, you know the beginning of, like, the old Star Trek and it has, like, all the aliens and everything? There was, Uh like, an alien that looked like he had a jellyfish on his head. Yeah. And that scared the shit out of me, too. And I would do the same thing. I would run and scream and cry (laughs) behind the couch. Jellyfish or scary jellyfish especially when they're on a head that's eyes like these big yeah no that's a very reasonable fear and and to this day it's i think honestly one of the reasons why i don't like star trek really i am still haven't been able to fall into it i'm a huge star wars fan but not star trek so i just can't i'm gonna slide in closer to you (laughs) (laughs) a a connection here you you know what's funny is my mom my mom and dad were big star trek fans until wrath of khan and the reason, not because they, you know, anything, anything particularly in the movie, other than the scene where Khan puts the thing, thing in the uh, ear, in yeah. the ear, oh, and, my, and my like the earwick, yeah, <laughs> well, that, and that's exactly it. My, my mom grew up in West Virginia, where earwicks are a thing, yeah, mm-hmm. and that just that just she did it for done, her. She huh? was she was done with she was, and it was so funny because like they also got big into like X Files. Until they got into like the really weird alien stuff, hmm. and then they're like, eh, this has now gotten interesting, yeah, a little so, weird, a little weird, okay. <laughs> but but the Star Wars monsters never scared you, no, they didn't, huh. they didn't scare me at all. I thought they were kind of cute, okay, <laughs> like fun, happy okay. monsters, yeah, they were fun, yeah. happy monsters, and yeah, you know, Lucas and Henson were involved, it's fine, yeah, yeah, yeah. So exactly. I, wouldn't say, I just, yeah. you know, like, I, I like, and I've learned that, like, you either really, really love Star Trek or you really, really love Star Wars. I just happen to be the one that really, really loves Star Wars. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, Joe and I are the mutants that like both. Yeah. But, you know. <laughs> I mean, I don't 
dislike Star Trek, but I am much farther on the Star Wars. You are Star Wars leaning. Yeah. Yeah. End of the spectrum. I'm I'm pretty pretty far down that rabbit hole. So you were born into geek nobility. Yeah. And then, you know, also growing up watching Wonder Woman. Oh, Oh, yes. Carter. That was honestly... Growing up, watching that was my first crutch. Like my first, yeah, like, that was super one of mine crush. too. Like totally. Oh like, my god, Linda Carter was my first crush, mm-hmm. and I wanted to be Wonder Woman. And I'll never forget, like, um, you know, like you know, in elementary school and stuff. You know, they always had the kids dress up and they do the little parades for the Halloween thing. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be Wonder Woman, so my mom made me the costume, and my dad worked in. Um, uh, the tank industry for boats. Um, mm-hmm. the, it was Florida Marine Tanks. It's not here anymore. But he had one of the shop guys make me um, bracelets. Oh, <gasps> so I had metal bracelets, oh, and my mom God. painted little stars on them, and I still have them to this day. That's amazing. Uh, They're in one of my drawers, and they actually still fit. Uh, that's, that's I don't think point. my wrists have grown point. since elementary school. <laughs> Let's see. Yeah. Let's see your wrists. Yeah, they are very petite wrists. Yeah, but I still have them, and like they're on like they're in like my bottom drawer actually oh. with all my workout clothing. Oh so every time God. I open my drawer, I see them, and I'm like. <laughs> that seems like it's very workout inspiring. It is. Like, totally. Yeah. That's very I need to put cool. a Captain America shield in the yeah, right. drawer where I ignore all my workout clothes. I have talked on this show before about making the tiara and the bracelets out of like cardboard and tin foil, and then climbing the monkey bars. And that was my invisible jet as a kid. And yeah, totally. That's, yeah. that's a thing. Like we're all bonded by by Wonder Woman in that way. Yeah. So I, I wa- you know, I grew up watching that stuff, and then you know, all the other like cartoons, like you know, the Batman cartoon and you know mm-hmm. which one of my tattoos is from that with nice. Harley Quinn and uh, Poison Ivy yep. and then um, then I met my husband and he's a bigger dork than I am yep. <laughs> uh, we have a way of flocking together <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> um, uh, so like I never really like read comics it was just always like you know the TV shows the movies you know, and dressing up because I like dressing up mm-hmm. <laughs> and especially the sci-fi of my parents. And then um, Luke, like when we've known each other since high school. So we've known each other for like 26 years. Um, he always had comics. And when we got together, he'd go to the comic shop every Wednesday, mm-hmm. come back with a mountain of comics yep. and everything. And then that's when I started getting more into like DC and especially all the DC babes. Gotcha. Oh yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> Definitely the DC babes. Yep. And um started doing um since I already did burlesque, mm-hmm. kind of incorporated that into my my acts and now I have a poison ivy act. I have um let's see what else I do. I do um Dark Phoenix. Oh cool. nice. <laughs> no. I do also cool. besides besides just doing burlesque, I do fire. So uh-huh. I use fire in my Dark Phoenix act, which oh, is pretty cool. Oh, just man. See that. Which that is, is pretty cool. Really <laughs> and then, you know, I dress up as Wonder Woman. Oh, you know, gosh. I've done Black Cat, so Oh Yeah. There goes black, my heart. <laughs> I've done Black Cat, so <laughs> oh. you know, I, I, I have a lot of fun. That's so very cool. That's how I morphed into what I am. The the <laughs> wonderful geek burlesque dancer. Yes. And you have a classical background in dance, right? Yes. I started dancing, I think, when I was about five or six. Okay. And pretty much if I wasn't in, like, school, regular school, I was in a dance studio. Mm-hmm. Um, in middle school, I went to a magnet program for dance. So it was half the day ap- academics, half a day dance, and then I'd go to another dance studio. Wow. And then, you know, college, I wanted, I mean, high school, I wanted like a regular high school experience. I didn't want to go to magnet program, but I was on the dance team mm-hmm. in high school and then got a full scholarship for dance. Outstanding. At college and then dropped out of college and bought a record store. 
Yes, I forgot about that. You did like, have a like record store for yeah, a while. Like, you yeah. know, like we've all done. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, all done. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's a thing. It's a yeah. rite of passage, right? Yeah. And I owned it for five years and then unfortunately <laughs> had to close. So right. sad. That was a fun little shop. It was. And it was mm-hmm. next to like one of the best comic shops ever. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Tate's. Absolutely. Shout out to Tate. Oh, Tate's. were you over there in the Tate's block? Yeah, I was right next to oh. Tate's. Yeah. yeah, which is now I think they turned it into another gaming satellite. Like, yeah, our my old store. Yeah, mm-hmm. yep. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's crazy. He, yeah. They're like taking over that whole plaza. Yeah. It's insane. And <laughs> tomorrow the world. Yes, yep. I think there's now there is there is a record store. There is a new be- record store there. between them. Mm-hmm. Though it's, I think it's actually on the far side of the gaming. Is that on the far satellite? side? That's off the top of my head, but. It, it's either between them or on the far side of the gaming satellite. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been in there once. They did twice. try to put a gym in there as well. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. <laughs> that's a mistake. <laughs> Gyms and geeks. It was, it, was, it, was a, it was a CrossFit gym. Yeah, I think I remember what it was. And it was like, okay, some of this looks okay. Well, you know, there's like a... And the tattoo place is right yeah, next Yeah, the tattoo place is I was actually just going to mention like tattoo place. Yeah, good call. But that between, uh, t- I mean, not between, It's it's been there for a long time. But, yeah, you know, I think... I that know, is appropriate was between Rockabilly there and, first? I think Rockabilly. <laughs> Rockabilly, when I owned a store, was still was, had just moved in. Like when mm-hmm. I like after being there for like a year, I think that's when Rockabilly came in. Okay, and they've been there since. Uh huh. But I know, like speaking of like you know fitness and nerdy stuff, there is a company called I think Nerd Fitness or Geeky Fitness or something. Yeah. And it like goes for like people that are into nerd nerdy stuff, and they have like fun themed kind of days and everything so mm-hmm. that could have yeah. that could have probably worked that if someone worked. thought about that to put that right. next to taste yeah that's the <laughs> thing is like the, there was a split for a very long time between like the fitness world and nerd culture and, and geek culture and stuff and I'm seeing kind of those things start to come back together and people like you who are obviously both are kind of blazing that trail um, yeah I, I know uh, another podcast podcast I, I, I used to listen to on a regular basis uh Happy Jack's RPG podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kimmy uh, from there, she is a cosplayer uh, as well as an RPG designer, I believe, at this point. Um, and she helped start out in California where they're at in, in Southern California. Um, they have like a nerd gym where it's, you know, instead of sports on the thing, it's, you know, old episodes of like the Justice, C- Justice League oh, and Super yeah. Friends. I, cool. I yeah. will go to that gym. Yeah. <laughs> like we need more of that. I second that. Yeah. yeah. A lot of my like workout gear is like got Wonder Woman on it or like I have one of those like um, Boba Fett says like the Mandalorian gym. <laughs> oh, I love that. So, <laughs> so, so a lot of my so workout gear is, the way. is like that. that. Yes. That is yes. the way. I'll give you a geek point for that. That's yeah. incredible. First of all, we, uh, just a, a, a accessory geek point the R2-D2 the bag. bag. Oh, but wait. Oh, I didn't even see it. It's R2 <gasps> on one side. Oh, and BB-8 on the other. Beebs. That yes. is amazing. <laughs> is that is that an accepted uh, shortening of BB-8? When you're real close like I am oh. with You guys it. are good friends. We'll go with it. You know. Okay. And, and uh, it beebs. matches my tattoos on my thighs because I have a... Oh, that's right. You've got BB-8 one on either side. And an yeah. R2-D2 tattoo. Yep. So, hey. <laughs> yeah, you guys are you guys are gonna get all the links to check out Morgan's everything. Yeah, in- <laughs> I, like yeah, I do everything. Beachbody coach, burlesque performer. Do you still do you still have the burlesque company? You're still um, yeah, I still do this. Uh, it's actually this year is my ten year anniversary of the Shimmy Shake review. Outstanding! Happy anniversary! Yeah, Happy anniversary. yeah in February so cool. it actually be ten years that I started the Shimmy Shake review. Mm-hmm. That's nice. very cool. Yeah. So buying a record store taught you to be an entrepreneur, yeah. and you just kept going with yeah. it. Yeah, you know that's very. I cool. 
like mm. to stay busy. You are a very <laughs> Renaissance person. I am. Yes. yes. And you know what? I, I see that a lot in the people that sit at this table. Mm. You know, the the geeks and the, like some incredibly intelligent people that just can't sit still. Yeah. No, I can't sit <laughs> still. Like, I can't. Like, literally, the, for me to like sit down and actually watch like something on like like a series or something, like I'm up every five seconds and my husband's like, will you please just sit down? I'm like, can't it's making me very un- unsettled <laughs> i mean you know though, i mean that, that's the thing though is is on the one hand yeah it's a little bit of like you know an adhd kind of kind of thing but on the other hand like but you use that energy yeah and you do so much and you've done so much Duff. and you continue to do yeah, and so i much. always have something to do so it's not like you know like i'm sitting there I'm like i got this to do i got this to do i gotta mm. write this person and i'm sitting here watching tv mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah yeah no we do that too with our, between our two companies there's always something going on and you sit down to like okay we're gonna sit like the other night we were we decided to watch the witcher we hadn't watched it yet so well, i haven't watched, it, I haven't it, watched yet. it yet either we watched one episode <laughs> like what i saw yeah oh yeah yeah i you know and i mean i'm familiar with the franchise but i have not read any of the books i actually have not uh played any i played about five minutes of i think the witcher 2 and and it wasn't anything about that i got sidetracked with something else never came back to it you um, mean life got in the way once again yeah funny thing that Oh, life. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'm not super, super uh, acquainted with the with the property. Um, but I know people love it. Uh, we, so. we watched the first episode and um, yeah, like, you know, again, coming from a D&D fantasy background, like I totally as, as a DM, I totally like. All right, this is where the DM's setting up. Uh, stealing that. Yeah. Stealing that. Yep. Stealing that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I got a few ideas. I'm um, currently designing uh, for the game that I'm running. I'm currently designing this big um, Uwanti temple. Mm-hmm. That uh, the temple has been abandoned, but there's just, like this huge temple, and they've got to get into this temple. And I'm, you know, trying to design this, and I'm watching watching The Witcher, and you know, a couple other things that we watch. I'm going stealing that i'm stealing that mm. that's really cool we we <laughs> did just finish carnival row mm. did mm-hmm. you did you catch it yet? no i haven't seen that we just finished watching like we actually like i well i finished watching it and then luke finished watching it because i couldn't stop watching it um uh titans on dc okay Universe. okay just, oh yeah yeah yeah. You know, i just finished oh. watching like the second season which mm-hmm. which is again why we need to get the dc universe yeah thing. it's actually it's really good like I'm, i mean I'm there you know some of it you can't nothing's ever going to be perfect no uh, no but, but like i love teen titan go <laughs> uh, you know unpopular opinion i also love teen titans go i know people are like oh but i love it the original so like, teen titans so when luke was like well there are titans on dc universe so i was like oh we're gonna watch it right <laughs> that that's one where like that the trailer they had and and uh robin says something to the effect of fuck batman fuck the batman yeah um yeah no i i remember seeing that and um and and seeing and the 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 commercials or the trailers for the Doom Patrol. We started watching that. So and, like now that we're over that, we started watching that. And and Robot Man, mm. I love from back in the All Star Squadron days. Oh, I thought you were gonna say you loved from when he was in the Mummy. <laughs> well, no, no, no. <laughs> Listen, my love for Brendan Fraser goes all the way back to Encino Man. Hell yeah! Okay. Yeah. Hell That's yeah! That's a geek point. Wait, well done. Well done. <laughs> I definitely half asked that one. And you went. You went full ass. That's right. <laughs> Always go full ass. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so but I loved Robot Man. Be, I, like I've mentioned before, All Star Squadron was my favorite comic book grow, comic book series growing up. Robot Man kind of integral to that series. So, like seeing him on a screen somewhere kind of blew my mind. Like, 
oh, we're doing this. We really live in a great time for seeing the obscure characters that you liked from comics get yeah. realized. Yeah, in yeah absolutely. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. so much fun. Think, think about the Inhumans yeah. that ABC did. For- well, I try not to, but yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a couple episodes, the execution. <laughs> but, you know, like you're thinking about they had the Inhumans, the, there's going to be an Eternals movie. That one really blows my mind um, because that is like the Marvel property that I'm honestly completely unfamiliar with. I know it exists. I've heard of it i've never read anything internals related i was surprised enough when guardians of the galaxy became a phenomenal uh movie so you know i'm, I'm putting a lot of hope into this because i loved guardians of the galaxy uh mm, the movie absolutely. and the comic i was reading yeah. oh, i was yeah. reading the comic for years before the uh the movie came out and and i was the <laughs> one who was like no this is gonna be fine because the comic is great and it's a great concept and it's very star warsy yeah um, oh yeah. yeah well one of my cats is named rocket nice so. <laughs> oh actually yeah. all my cats except for one have comic book names okay you so. gotta tell us give us okay the rest. so my oldest is parker peter parker and technically the reason why my husband named him parker because he wanted to scream parker <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> Which Get he, me pictures of spider dog. Which he did a lot because that cat was a living terror as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess, <laughs> I'm going to give him a geek point, but I'll you for wanting to scream Parker all the time. That's that great. spider dog <laughs> And then we have Logan. Okay. Okay. And then. He's the, the best it is at what he does. The one that's not, the which is the third one in line that's not a comic book character. Her name is Boots. But well, you yeah, know. Yeah. It I was. Mean, that's a- her name is Boots. That's a, that's a good... So she's Puss in Boots. Yeah. There you go. There you go. You have all tuxedos, right? <laughs> um, yes, they're all tuxedos uh-huh. except one one's gray and white. Okay. So he's my business suit kitty. Aww. <laughs> he's, a, he's a little more relaxed. Yeah. <laughs> Casual friend. Yeah. So the next one, the fourth one is Rocket. Okay. Which I call him AKA Mr. Sad Eyes because he Aww. looks like he's always crying. Yeah. Um, I yeah. also. But that's because <laughs> I had, am. He had a really bad like respiratory infection when he was a kitten and it messed up all his sinuses Aww. and like his... Um, tear ducts are scarred shut. Oh my god! So like, when you know everyone's eyes water. So oh he just looks like he's constantly crying, but he's the happiest and the sweetest and Aww. the most spoiled cat in the world. I'm glad he bounced back. <laughs> <laughs> and then our fifth one, the one that I say is my business suit kitty, and he's gray. His name is Grayson. Nice. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'll definitely give you a good cat naming <laughs> conventions geek point. Yeah, we were totally. we didn't sh- we weren't sure when we got Grayson because he was five weeks old when we got him and all his siblings because we fostered them. We found them all homes and Aww. there was a, a tuxedo one and my husband was like, "Well, we'll keep the tuxedo one if nobody you know." And I'm like, "But I'm in love with the gray one." <laughs> <laughs> and then he fell in love with the gray one. So since they were so young, you, you know, at that age, it's hard to tell if they're boy or girl, yeah. and you gotta wait a little bit so you take it to the vet. So. We were like, okay, if it's a boy, his name is Grayson. If it's a girl, we are going to name name it Eartha Kitty. Ah, oh my God, that's that Eartha Kitty oh. was Catwoman. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and, and I do love that you were willing and able to cross the company lines for the cat naming. You've got mostly Marvel, but you did like you worked DC in the DC too. in there. That's, that's a, good. Yeah. <laughs> I've actually got my two of my, I have my Catwoman tattoo, but I have my Marvel kitties. I have Parker and, Aww, and Logan. <laughs> that's awesome. I love that. So yeah. They're super cute. With my Catwoman. Yeah. 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 If you follow Morgan, you will see pictures of kitties. Yes. Lots. <laughs> Because they pretty much rule my house. Well, you know, that's, as, that's what cats, cats do. do. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, most of our followers know Tigger because at some point during any show, he will usually jump up on the table and hit a mic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we all say, hi, Tigger. <laughs> yeah. So you're like 
Joe pointed out, you're crossing company lines there with uh, your cat naming. And I know when you mentioned with your burlesque, you're doing Black Cat and Poison Ivy and, and a few others. Do you do the same characters for cosplay or do you have like additional characters when well, you're doing I, co- strictly cosplay? I don't have a Wonder Woman act, but I dress up of, as her a lot. She's yeah. like one of my favorites to dress up as and I have very many different versions of her. Because yeah. <laughs> there have been many versions. Yeah. yeah sure. And yes. like, so she's like definitely my favorite to dress up as. Comics are very good at providing the same character with yeah. multiple different So outfits. she's definitely my favorite mm-hmm. to, uh, to dress up, but my favorite to perform is Poison Ivy. Mm-hmm. Especially because my, my music's like mixed and it's just so perfect. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so perfect. And I love doing that act. And uh, unfortunately, I don't get to do the... Um, the, the phoenix one often because not every place will let you do fire sure. but <laughs> that's true. yeah so are you using fans or poi um or? i the beginning i blow it really really big so that's one point that most people are like no <laughs> <laughs> no and then i use my torches um i haven't been able, um I want to like incorporate my fans in it, but I use my fire fans as so much of my fire performance. I'm like, maybe I should do one without my fans, but they're big and they're huge and they're so pretty. So I'm like, I just uh-huh. use them as much as I can. <laughs> exactly. So if anyone is looking for fire performer, yes. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's sort of like, you know, if you're going to do, you know, fire whip, you do with the, you know, six to eight foot whip, you exactly. know, right. so it's it goes, whoosh. <laughs> and you did now, I met you kind of run fair ish. Yes. Because, you know, as anyone that follows our show knows that like all of our friends have some connection to run fair and it's probably getting annoying at this point. But you were at that point, you were hanging out, but were more patrony. Did you, were you ever actually part of the fair? Uh, no. No, you no. just hung out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's it's just cool. the place to be. Yeah. It was, it was just a fun place to be. Yeah. Pretty and much. You got to dress up. Yeah. <laughs> as you can tell, I like to dress up. <laughs> So what's going on for you now? Like you're doing so much and you've got this incredible background and I know that you're still doing the beach body stuff and you're still doing the burlesque. Is there stuff in the works for the future? What's um <coughs> well I actually like since I moved, I used to live in South Florida. And since I moved to Gainesville, the the burlesque scene over there is amazing and then there's like such like an like we're good to know. Yeah, it's really amazing and we all work together and everything and there's, uh, you know, one of the girls there, Sally B. Dash, really made, like, the community there really awesome. Like, she's the one that kind of pulled everybody together. Um, but there, I don't do as, I don't produce as many shows up there as I did here. Mm. Uh, so I do, like, two a year there. Okay. We actually have, next weekend, while we're there, I'm doing a Stranger Things uh, oh. themed Ooh. burlesque show, but we're calling it Stranger Thongs. Ah. I like it. <laughs> I'll give you a geek point. <laughs> I, I'm always quick to give a geek point for like dad level jokes and puns. And that's yeah, amazing. that definitely hits that. Yeah, yeah. And then usually. It's all the right places. Yeah, but usually my other production while I'm up there is usually I do a Star Wars one for like, you know, Star Wars weekend. Uh-huh. Like, you know, maybe I've seen the Mandalorian helmets. Yeah. Um, usually we'll do uh, two, sh- two shows. We'll go to Georgia to do one uh, at this one bar that I, I'm very good friends with called Ashley Street Station. And then we come back and we do it in Gainesville. So, but other than that, you know, I perform up there with the other troops, you know, mm. as guest performers and I come down to South Florida constantly to yes. perform still. <laughs> <laughs> it always makes me so happy to hear like an industry where cooperation like is there. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, it's in the community. Yeah. Mm. I mean like, you know, the, 
when it first when burlesque first started in south florida and everything you know it was just you know there was only one troop and then all these other ones blew, like came out of the woodworks and we had to like it got to a point that there was so much going on that we had to make an alliance and we had to all agree on not to undercut people and not to like you know go underneath someone to get a gig and we really pulled that together and it became like kind of like other places started doing it too Mm -hmm. and south florida especially you know is we're very like you know we we worked our butts off to get to where we are so like our the pay in florida is actually one of the higher pays for like burlesque like from a lot of places and that's because we've made it to the way that this is what you're going to charge. You're not going to undercut a dancer. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. yeah. Yeah. That's good. So that's very cool. And a lot of us are nerds and a lot of us, you know, do nerdy stuff. I like that. It's kind of cool too. Like a union mentality. Yeah. Not yeah. necessarily yeah. specifically being a union. Yeah. You know, like union light. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. I like so, that a lot. Yeah. And then, you know, and it, I can honestly say um, for uh, one of the biggest reasons why that happened is like Aurora Natrix was really big part of that. And um, I just saw her perform not too long yeah, ago. Yeah, she was a really big part of that. And she's like one of my burly sisters. And we started together and I love her to death. Mm-hmm. She's incredible. <laughs> yeah, she is. Yeah, she's very, very sparkly. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I went to this just like randomly. Somebody invited me to this little like weekend horror con thing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I'll go check it out, you know. And, and I, you know, walking around and of course see like half the people we know there. And, you know, they were doing a show. So I was like, all right, I'll sit down. I didn't even look at who was Performing. on the bill I just sat down and they did like a magic act and a couple other things and then Aurora walks up and I'm like hey did she do her Elizabeth, <laughs> um, Elizabeth uh, I can't talk Elizabeth Bathory act um, oh no no it wasn't like it that messy. one it was just very sparkly it okay. was like very she went from like very black you know just like all black to to and like her costumes are did she have a big like, like feather piece in her neck i think so okay so yeah that's her black magic woman act okay yeah, okay yeah. yeah it was yes yeah yes it was incredible i yeah. was just like holy cow and the person that i was with is so funny because south florida is a small town mm-hmm. right we all know each other right and the person that i was with is one of those people that's like you just know someone everywhere you go yeah and i'm like well i there's a connection okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah and she made all of that that that's one thing that I wanted to touch on that that I don't think burlesque dancers get enough credit for is that most of them make their costumes or pieces of their costumes or d- put pieces together. It's incredible talent. Can you imagine what what that would be like in other industries? Like if we expected football players to oh. make their footballs. Well, cosplayers, majority of them, like I mean, yeah. most all of them make their own stuff. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's incredible. Yeah. Pete, I would have been dead. Okay. <laughs> I'd have been dead. I mean, I mean, honestly, just as you know, being at the point where I'm like dipping my toe into the waters of of teaching, like you know, if somebody, I don't even want to sharpen my own pencil. Um, you know, I'm just gonna buy some mechanical pencils, and that's <laughs> that's the extent of what I got. Yeah, no, I, I, and I'm self taught. Most of us are, like, you yeah. know. Mm-hmm. I, I want to say like maybe like ninety nine percent of us <laughs> yeah. are self taught. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do you ever sell any of the stuff you make? No, I never do. Yeah. I, I you know it's like I can see like the imperfections of things mm. when you make them for yourself and you're like you don't really want to sell that. Like why would you sell that to someone? They're like oh that's that line is crooked and I'm like no, <laughs> I, I, don't think, <laughs> I can't take that kind of rejection. <laughs> <laughs> um, that so. 
one of the things since we've got Hulu, one of the things we've been watching a lot of has been RuPaul's Drag Race. Oh, I know they've got all the and, old episodes. And, and, and it's interesting because I've seen, we've been to several of your shows and your, your MC usually is, is a drag queen. Yes. Yes, Miss Nicole Hollowell. Yeah, I, I, I feel I love her. I, I feel like so for some reason I should know this, but like, what is? I mean, there's a natural connection I feel between burlesque and and drag, but is this like is this something that's been historical for it, or is this just South Florida and we're just weird? No, no. I mean, I think all, it's necessity and creativity. It's all like you know, and the whole thing of entertainment, and you know, like there's so much, especially in South Florida, so much drag. And now there's so much burlesque, you know, is we were kind of like going to melt yeah. together anyways. And in Gainesville, the same thing, like our alliance is called the Burlesque and Drag Alliance. Hmm. Oh, that's, that's beautiful. So I like where we work, all of us down in, in Gainesville work with the drag community and the drag community works with us. And I mean, it's, it's, it's very sensible where that Venn diagram has a very large shared space. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's awesome that yeah. you guys like, yeah, like you said, meld. Yeah. Into like one greater community. Yeah, and I mean a lot of shows that I've gone. <coughs> excuse me, I had the flu in December, and I still have this awful cough oh. from it. Like, I hate it. And it's like I got rid of the flu, forever. but this cough, the cough like, never just goes won't away. Go away. It lingers mm-hmm. so long. Um, but like, you know, where was I going with that? I just lost my train of thought. <laughs> Gainesville <laughs> plus drag yes, plus okay. burlesque. So yes, okay, so Equals you know, awesome. <laughs> yeah, it does equal awesome. But you also got to think like drag queens are are like very they love big hair and makeup and you know clothing. So why wouldn't you mo- mesh together? No. Mm-hmm. And in other places that I have traveled, same thing. There's always some kind of drag element somewhere. Even if they're not part of the show, they're in the crowd or mm-hmm. you know. So it's just it. You know, to me, it's like you know. It, it seems like a natural. It seems, yeah, it, it <laughs> yeah. seems like it seems like a, a sibling thing. Like <laughs> sure, mm-hmm. sure. I mean, Siblings it's all is a good such, way to put it. Mm-hmm. Such yeah, such like a, a flashy form of like in front of you live entertainment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That takes a lot of creativity, Costumes a lot of pageantry. guts, yeah, a lot of yeah. uh, persistence to to do. Yeah, and I give it. I I will give up the drag queens because you know, like we make our own costumes and we get to get we like have to get dressed and do our makeup. But have you ever watched a drag queen get ready? Yes. Oh, my goodness. Yes. You know, there's like eight pairs of stockings. There's hip pads. <laughs> there's butt pads. There's boob pads. There's all this makeup. I'm like, oh, I don't know if I could do that. It is. It's a lot. It's a lot. I was there's, actually. There's some taping that goes there's, on. Yeah, there, no, there's some like, crazy taping. I'm like, wow. Mm-hmm. I, I, I definitely, definitely have respect for drag queens. Yep. <laughs> I was a personal assistant to a drag queen for a couple oh. of years. Someone you actually know. Oh, yeah? Uh-huh. Um, do you remember Tony? Which Tony? Blair Anthony? Mm. Yes. Yeah. Oh. I was his assistant for a couple of years. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was a lot of fun. I learned so much. Yeah. So much. I think he listens to the show too, so I kind of like, hi, Tony. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> um, yeah, it was a really, really, really fun time, and I learned a ton just being around it and, and just the respect is incredible yeah you know it, it really is neat yeah going back through all the old Dr- rupaul stuff is just like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> i remember when i was making things out of curtains <laughs> cutting foam yep, yep. all that jazz man is crazy the only thing that i've ever made out of curtains is a mess <laughs> i actually took the curtains down in my kitchen when i lived here and made a corset out of them because the pattern I could not find them anywhere else so I was like all right I'm just gonna take the curtains down and make a course there you go pattern I want (laughs) (laughs) that's that's you know I I will give you a geek point (laughs) 
That's a DIY geek point. That's right? <laughs> As in, you know, every time I watch um, A Knight's Tale, and there's what that moment is. where she says, you know, what are you, know, you going to wear so I can dress to match? And he turns around and says, what am I going to wear? And he's looking at the tent. Yeah. And he says, it's green with it's wood with toggles. <laughs> and I'm like, I've done that. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, gonna give you a give you a geek point for the night's the tale. The night's tale reference, because <laughs> that is one of my favorite. The where you're describing, uh, it's green with wood toggles, and it's like she knows you're looking at the. the it's like now. one of my favorite, like silly movies. Actually, oh yeah, oh yeah, absolutely, so funny. Just the soundtrack, and, I just love the soundtrack. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> That, that's all traditional medieval mu- music, right? No, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Bowie okay. was around back then, right? <laughs> oh, Bowie. I cried, I think, for like two weeks. Right? When he passed away. Yeah. I have never, understandable. Mm-hmm. I have never cried that much for a celebrity passing away and then Princess Leia. Yeah. 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 Still Fisher. hurts us to this Carrie day. Fisher. I, I, we, you know, we just did our big Star Wars episode last week and I, there was when she came on the screen, I just... Yeah, bald. It was just just crying. And then you know, and then I'm like, we're watching it. I'm like, thank God I didn't wear makeup to go see that movie. Like, right? <laughs> my husband and I took her mother in law to go watch it with us, and she, at the end, she's like, I ain't got no makeup on anymore. I'm like, that's why I don't wear any. <laughs> <laughs> You're just gonna cry it all off. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Fun fact: I read the other day that in the scene in which mild spoiler alert, it's not a huge thing, where in in Rise of Skywalker, there's a, a brief flashback to Luke and Leia training with lightsabers. And um, they raise yep. their, their their visors, and you see an age regressed mm-hmm. Mark Hamill and, and Carrie Fisher. It was, in fact, Carrie Fisher's daughter, daughter. Billy yep. Lord, uh, oh. who also plays uh, Lieutenant Connix. Yep, very cool. Who yeah. was uh, doing the motion capture for, for that scene. Yeah. That's awesome. I, I'd read that, and I got a little choked up on that same. one. Yeah. Was, uh, same, same, same. Yeah, yeah. So it was like at the end of the Fast and the Furious when they used his brother. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. Oh, jeez. Mm-hmm. Crazy. It's so. weird how you get attached to like actors and actresses and, and singers and stuff mm-hmm. because like you hear like especially for me like I hear a Bowie song and I'm like oh I remember I was here and doing this and yeah yeah uh-huh. I mean it's such a fascinating way the thing the way that the brain works you know you smell something and it brings like a very specific yeah. memory or mm-hmm. you hear something a song you know and you go like oh man it connects you with a specific moment in your life yeah like I can't watch any like like. Bowie like documentaries because I can't stop crying. Like, I can't. I can't watch what's going on because I can't stop crying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was definitely a rough one. I saw a one. Uh, I was like on Facebook or something to, today or yesterday. That was it was drawings, but it was like a, a progression of all of his different looks. Mm-hmm. Oh, I saw the that. An- the, so, the animated one. Yeah, yeah that was cool. beautiful. Yeah. So by the time people listen, this is probably almost be a week old. But Rush's Neil Pert. Yeah. I passed away. And yeah, I was going to address that. Thank you. And I had been uh, growing up. I was a percussionist in middle school, and we had the privilege of having the Dallas Brass come and perform at our middle school. And then we got to like split up based upon your instrument and go talk to the people who performed your, you know, their of their performers. Oh talk wow! With them. Mm-hmm. So all of us percussionists went up to their drummer. And he was explaining, you know, the rigors of being a, you know, traveling drummer and all this stuff. And, you know, we're sixth, seventh, eighth grade. And he was, and so I don't know if someone asked him or if it was like, it was like at the end of our little talk. And he was like, I'm going to give you a couple drummers to know. Uh, Neil Pert from Rush, 
um, Eli Konikoff of Spyro Gyro. Mm. And I think the third one was uh, Charlie Watts from the yeah. Rolling Stones. Mm-hmm. He's like, all play different ways, all, you know, all have different styles, different, you know, somewhat different genres of music, but they all drive the song. And as a little kid, I kind of knew Rolling Stones, didn't really know Rush, Spyro Gyra. I thought that was a that was some sort of allergy, which it is. Um, <laughs> oh, that's a geek point. <laughs> um, but I remember going back and like asking my older brother and asking my parents, like, can can you know do we have a, do you have a, a Rush tape or a Rush? I think my parents saw eight tracks at the time, you know, and like getting to listen to Neil Peart and mm. getting to listen to Spyro Gyra. Um, and Ari was a Rolling Stones fan at that point, so. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but like when I read that news, like I immediately was back being a, I think it was like seventh grade standing in front of the Dallas brass drummer and having this conversation about, you know, these three iconic drummers that he said, you know, we should know. And it was like, kind of hit me, hit me deep in the, in yeah. the soul. Yeah. yeah. Right in the feels. Right in the mm-hmm. feels. Yeah. My husband's a musician and he plays pretty much everything and he played drums for a long time and. You know, like Rush was one of his like, wow. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah it, and it's so funny because like the Ru- the fan, the Rush fan, like for so long because Rush was such a uh, intellectual band. Like their songs, like yeah, they have great, great you know rhythms and and tunes and stuff. But then like when we actually start listening to the lyrics, the Thinking Man's, band. yeah, yes. they they make you think. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember it wasn't until I was into my twenties and. Uh, so I hung out with this guy, uh, Mark Riccardi, and he was like every he could tell you about every Rush album, the EPs, any like the imports, the bootlegs, you know, such and such show from like, you know, wherever. Um, and it was like, what's it? He was like, when I was in the Navy, that's how I got through the downtime oh, was wow. listening to Rush. Hmm. That's so, awesome. Hmm. So, uh, very cool. Put a good thought out there in the universe for Mr. Neil Pert. Absolutely. Yep. Mm. Absolutely. Indeed. Yeah, he was incredible. I, uh, I was one of, one of our dear friends is a, is a huge Rush fan and I know he's, he's hurting tonight. It's, you know, it's rough, but you know, what an incredible legacy to leave behind, oh, Yeah. you know, and this is something that we can, we can pass on to our kids. I mean, one of the joys of raising my kids, not only in, geekdom was you know giving them all of this incredible music you know and rush was definitely one of them that we passed on and they're both huge fans and it's just like it's so cool to see that next generation i I mean going back even to i was just thinking because we had uh we had benny on not too long ago um growing up as a kid watching wrestling uh one of my favorite wrestlers used to come to the uh to the ring to tom sawyer oh wow um (laughs) yeah that was actually I actually used that song as an um a cho- I choreographed an audition piece to one of my things like when I was like in middle school. Oh awesome. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's, I'll give you a point yeah. for that. That's yeah, super right. cool. Yeah. The, the other the other remembrance I have when when I hear Rush is uh back in college uh, during the one summer off I uh, worked at the flooring company that my my dad was had spent his entire working life at and uh, we were working at a particular Lutheran church, removing their 26-year-old carpeting. Um, we could only have like the front door and the side door open because their multi-million dollar pipe organ had just been cleaned. And uh, on the classic rock station, every day at about eh, 12.15, they played a Rush song. <laughs> huh. 
Somebody was a Rush fan in that studio. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I want to say it was probably Clear Channel's programming for uh. classic rock. But at like 1230, it was, you know... You got Tom Sawyer. You've got uh, Airwaves. You, you know, it was there was like uh, four songs, Rush songs. It was in a rotation. We were there for a couple weeks. I think I heard all four of them twice or three times. So, <laughs> you guys all have much better Rush stories than I do. The best, <laughs> the best Rush story that I have is um, years ago. I was playing a, a Super's tabletop game. I don't even. Remember. I guess it must have been the the nineteen eighty six Marvel TSR system i'm pretty sure Oof. and uh face rip <laughs> i i created a, a character with light generation and i named him limelight and and he came out to oh, oh that's cool that's, 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 that's a geek point, point. That's yeah. a geek point. <laughs> that that is I awesome i love that very cool did he have a crush on dazzler <laughs> <laughs> no uh he was just a really super weird like he was almost a silver agey kind of style character but it was to cover the fact that he had like this awful, awful anxiety, and um, I'm I'm super big on to like characters need to have a really like not great <laughs> backstory, uh, especially Marvel characters. I feel like it's important for Marvel characters to be like slightly damaged goods. Um, so like the whole the whole story behind him is he had um he he would he used like light generation light shaping. So I had him carry like a, you know, like those big flashlights that you see like security guards carrying, uh-huh, like, like a big mag, mag light. Big mag lights. He used it as a lightsaber. Um, <laughs> but the reason he always carried it with him secretly was that as a child he was he had like the, he was an X gene mutant, and as a child when his powers manifested, his his abusive uh, father locked him in the basement in the dark. Um, so he had like a crippling fear of the dark. Oh, okay. Um, because works. I felt like this is the most Marvel story I can come up. That, with. Yeah, that oh, works. Yeah. That works absolutely. I, I wasn't sure you're going with that because um i was when i was in college my freshman year i was a uh it was the program was called i have a dream and i was a tutor in it and one of my my 2t um we were talking the one day and we were getting done he was packing up his books and in his book bag was a big mag light and i was like oh is it because you get home from the subway late and it was like yeah also because I have to walk through my neighborhood, and I, I don't beat a man to death. Yeah, and, and, and I don't, and I don't belong to any of the gangs because my older brother said not to join any of the gangs. Wow, good yeah. kid. The wow. older brother who was in jail because he had been in a gang. Mm. Yeah, mm. Um, and like I remember, I, I I went home. I went back to college, I went back to the campus that evening, and I I remember like I ended up talking to like our advisor about it, and I was just like this is what's going on and they're like yeah and i was like mm-hmm. i was not prepared for that i did find out like years later we were i was at a some sort of one of the events at, at school and it was just at, at, like it was the i have a dream like event thing and i was talking to like the illinois coordinator and i was like hey i had this my first tutor kid i had you know so and so and i just wondering he goes oh he got like a full scholarship. He was a great artist. He goes, he got a full scholarship down to Illinois State uh, for their graphic arts program. All right. And, cool. you know, he actually, um, like, his senior year, he became one of our tutors. Nice. And he told me that, and I just. That's 
Wow. Wept. Just <laughs> That's mm-hmm. very just cool. Wept. Yeah. Um, there is hope even if yeah. you come from the worst neighborhood. Yeah. yeah. So I was There's just hope. we were like, oh the Maglite, I was like, oh my god, if it's cause he has to protect himself. <laughs> <laughs> he um, does, but it's emotional protection. Yeah, yeah. yeah hey, yeah. you know. And it's funny because I know a lot of people that make like homemade lightsabers and stuff like that now that do use maglite shells as a as a like base right oh, that's yeah. for them now well, they are perfect yep. yeah yeah mm-hmm. they're absolutely perfect that's very cool light so. up beat stick <laughs> so what's going else on in the world guys we we had this big skywalker dump and now we're like oh uh, yeah. we're, we're empty <laughs> yeah right <laughs> now we're just well up. we we do know uh disney plus has in production the obi-wan kenobi series that is true i'm excited about uh, that is true yes. did y'all watch the mandalorian Yo, yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah oh yeah so amazing. absolutely so amazing love. good to the last drop <laughs> yep so amazing yep. Um, <laughs> so in love that and like everybody's like all oh, baby yoda which is amazing but i am so incredibly in love with the blacksmith uh-huh, yeah, mm-hmm. I want more of her. I want her on a T-shirt. I want her. Yeah, yeah. Like, holy what? cow! Yeah, it has such a like strong woman character like mm-hmm. that in that series was like, yeah, you know, yeah. Her and Gina Carrera. Oh my like, god, yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> but yeah, she's there. She's. <laughs> great and everything everything and she's really hot <laughs> oh my god all of these things yeah oh, she's so hot yes <laughs> I, 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 I it's better when you guys say these things i say these things all the time and it's like you're just being creepy um i, I did see creepy. she's hot i'm really creepy with you yes I, I did see somewhere because they are they are marvel television well disney plus television let's be honest uh they are talking about doing a she-hulk Series, yeah, I think that was announced when they the, dropped like four new series yeah. that were going to yeah. be coming. And, so, Morgan, and you're I, gonna audition for that, right? <laughs> <laughs> I actually, that, that's pretty funny because, um, oops, there I go hitting the thing, yeah, talking about with our hands, yep. Um, I actually got spray painted as She Hulk for my friend's birthday. That's amazing. He used to run um, a night called Bla- um, Black Fridays in Fort Lauderdale. And it was his birthday, and his DJ name is Linder Smash. So he loves the Hulk. So my friend um, Val and I got airbrushed as I was Green She Hulk. She was Red She Hulk. Oh and wow! Oh my nice. God! I was like, damn! I wish I could get muscles like this just overnight. <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> I'm just saying, my birthday is coming up very, very soon. I mean, it was freaking awesome. I was like, I didn't I'll, want I'll ever spray to paint myself paint off. Green Pete. right? <laughs> I'll take it. That's fine. That's fine. We got to get a, a good size cake. Have you? So, have you yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was a re- it was really cool. I was like, that's smash. so cool. Yeah, um, I'm really interested to see how they do it. And well, I mean, that was so. The thing was was, hey Disney, we got someone to play. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. Look up Morgan Larue. No, no, no but there it was with Gina Carano. Oh, oh yeah, yes. she was awesome. She would be really. She would good. be. Awesome. I mean, I would be fine if like you played Jennifer Walters and then she comes out as She Hulk. There like, you go. You, she's your Bill Bixby. <laughs> there you go. Not there to, you go. Not to, not I'm to, little, but I'm a little short, I think. Not to open old wounds. <laughs> we can fix that in post. It's not fine. To, not to open old like Lufrigno wounds or anything. But if if Carrie Fisher can stand on a box, so can you. It's yeah, that's fine. true. That's true. That, that, that's true. Also, right. if Tom Cruise can stand on a box, so can right. It's got those lifts. I need some lifts. <laughs> How. How high can those lifts get you, though? Because I... I mean, how high in general or how high before it's really obvious you're wearing uh, platform <laughs> shoes? Because I just feel like I would definitely need some platform shoes. Yeah, I was going to say, just screw the lifts. Just go for, like, big monster platforms. Do some make disco. a statement. Yeah, right. It'll be fine. 
Um, you know how crappy my ankles are, right? <laughs> Can I take this moment to make the, the the disco segue that I obviously was going to make for anybody who knows me and watches television? So Disco Janet on The Good Place was freaking amazing. That's it. I'm done. Okay. I know that I'm the only one who wants to hear it. Uh, disco Janet. Okay. Okay. We'll move on now. Sorry. One of these Sorry. days I'm going to have to catch up with you just oh, so I know man. what the hell good you're talking place is about. So good. <laughs> Last four episodes. This is it. It's so good. I like uh, started watching it. I just couldn't get into it. Really? I had trouble too. Oh, um, I feel like, I mean, for me, I, I love philosophy in general and, right. and talk of philosophy. So I was hooked from the beginning. But I feel like if you are just a casual watcher, you need to just watch through to the end of the first season. If you can stick through to the end of the first season, you are rewarded at the end of the first okay. season. Maybe I'll try and give it another chance. Yeah. I feel like it's one of the do it like best while you're doing something else. And yeah, she can't sit still yeah. anyway. Yeah, you know? <laughs> like we're, right, like like I get the into like the thing of like if I watch like watching things over and over like series that I really like. Like mm. I'm watching Hannibal again for I think like the fifth time. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's an incredible series. And I'm so mad they took that off TV. Yeah, it was yeah. so good. It was. And the, one of the reasons is because it's too violent. Please, have you do read people the watch books? And do people watch movies? Right? <laughs> like, hello? This is America. We love violence. We're a little weirded out by sex, but we love violence. Right? Yeah. It's, it's our number one export. <laughs> I mean, oh. you know, the totem pole was... It's funny, but also sad. ...was a lot. But yeah, but still, I mean... Seriously. Do you watch... Do we... Like, people even pay attention to, like, more than half of the movies that are on the big screen? Yeah. They're all For ridiculous. Sure. For sure. Yeah. Hannibal was on NBC, I believe, right? Was it? I don't remember. I don't remember. I don't know. I, I watched it and I network, loved it. That's no? all I remember. Mm. I didn't see it and I would like to because it's I know so people good. raved about it. It's, mm. It is so good that I'm literally watching it again for, I think yeah. it's either fourth or fifth time. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I have lost track. That's how many times I've watched it and how good it is. That's <laughs> funny. And if you have not watched it, you need to watch it. <laughs> yes, on that. Yes. Yes. Uh, well, I was a huge fan of the books way back. Yeah. You know, like I started, I think I was like 12 or 13 years old and I picked up Silence of the Lambs. Um, like in a gas station on a road trip mm-hmm. and by the end of the road trip was done with it and totally obsessed yeah you know <laughs> Aiden Starling <laughs> um, coming out the 22nd of this month so uh, we're like 11 days away Star Trek Picard yeah I did see a preview for that um, I've seen the trailers and I've already started seeing the shitty reviews Ugh. I mean, you know, you know when you, no one's ever happy about everything. People are going to be that way. People are yeah. always going to pick uh, things no, apart. I, and guys, it's entertainment. Yeah. Yeah. It's Let entertainment. It They're doing this to entertain you. You don't have to be so picky and pick everything apart. Just enjoy it. It's never going to be the way you want it. Mm-hmm. I mean, not only that, but like, you don't have to like it. Yeah. But also, you don't have to watch it. Right. Exactly. And if you don't want, and, and, and even if you watch it and you don't like it, all right. I don't That's like it. Fine. Don't yeah. have like these huge debates. Well, they should have done this. They should have done that. Blah, 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 blah. It's entertainment, guys. Oh, shit. There goes half our show. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, about to like, say, side note, don't uh, <laughs> listen to last week's episode. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? And it is like, you know, you, we can talk about like this and stuff, but you know, like, like I'll literally go on Facebook and someone will be talking about like they saw a movie and they didn't like it and it will go on for weeks. Ugh. And it's this huge debate with like people talking about and arguing. And I'm like, just take it for what it is. It's entertainment. It's there to make you happy, you know, yeah. give you emotions. Mm-hmm. 
And then go watch something else. Don't harp on it. It's not that big of a deal. Right. Like even when we tear something apart around this table, we always preface it with either, you know, we, the overall body of the work we we love and enjoy and we understand sure. that not everybody's going to like the right. same but thing. But then you guys move on. Right. Exactly. I definitely like, I mean, on the one hand, on the one hand I feel like Uh-oh. in general, I never stop talking about Star Wars. Uh, but on the other hand, I definitely feel like Last week was super cathartic for me, and I feel like I got it out of my system. You now. Feel better and now. Like, I have not brought it up. Um, brought up my my contentious exactly. feelings. Exactly. There Rise you go. Get, get it out. On. Yeah. I mean, uh, no, you I got it on. You got it out. Yeah. So thank you, listeners, for being so, my therapy session. So I didn't read the article. I just saw the headline, and the headline was something to the effect of Picard destroys Roddenberry's vision and 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 damages TNG's legacy. And I was like, did you see? Any of the seven years of Deep Space Nine? Did, did you see any of that? Because we 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 got to we saw Roddenberry's vision, and then we they they turned the side, and you could see what was going on, on the backside. You see Section Thirty One. You see how you know things are being propped up. You know. Yeah, and it was amazing. It was amazing. Yeah, it was it is was, among the best television. It just because, just because, and this is something that I've seen with Star Wars. It's something that I've seen with Star Trek. It's something that I've seen with Dungeons and Dragons and a lot of other things. Just because something is created, and we consider the the, the creation and the creator of it, Roddenberry, Gygax, Lucas, whoever it is, the genius is an incredible for what they create. Does not mean that that creation has to stagnate. Which and is, stay the same. Which thing. is exactly what Pete said last week. Exactly. I'm over here right. bowing. I'm bowing. Right, yeah. right. It needs to grow. It needs to grow, and, or you're gonna get one. You're gonna get bored. Yeah. If it stays the same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I, I think honestly, that's what happened. You know, that's that's why when you know you get to, you know, you get through the first three seasons of the, the original series, they were talking about rebooting to to for stage two. Um. But if they're going to keep that, and the same thing with Next Generation, if you would have kept that same utopia, nothing's wrong, Deep Space Nine would have been a very different show. You wouldn't have, and 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 the DNA of Deep Space Nine feeds exactly into then Voyager. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'll take your hate, Internet, but Voyager was a good (laughs) Star Trek series, and that DNA even goes into Enterprise. Mm And I'll take your hate on it. Enterprise was a good show. Enterprise was fun. That's the thing is we live in a world that's that's varied. We live in a world that's dynamic. We live in a world that is a tapestry of things. And it's nice to see in your fictional universes. I was going to say world, but I feel like (laughs) when we talk about space shows, you got to go bigger. (laughs) Um, You know, and it's like, yeah, maybe there are parts of it that you see through a lens that's very rose tinted. Um, you know, we see this utopic federation, but everything, you know, has, like you said, like you rotate it and everything has another side. Yeah. There's Mm -hmm. a reason why we take our cabinet that has a scratched side and we put it in the corner because like, we know it's there, but we don't want people to necessarily see it. (laughs) It's why you, why you turn the Christmas tree the particular way. So the hole in the back. 100%. (laughs) It's awesome with like, with talking about like all this, like, you know, geeky stuff and everything and everyone has an opinion and it's awesome to hear everyone's different opinions. Yes. And like, view like i can't talk again view on things and it you know and it's made like certain things so more creative because of it Mm -hmm. and that's what i see out of like all of this and like you know something might not be perfect but i can look at something and watch something and get an idea 
for something to be creative. Right. Yeah. Right. It, it all feeds our creativity. And it's okay to not like everything. Yeah. No one's going to like everything. But to completely condemn it for the direction that it's taken, with the exception of nipples on the bat suit, well. it's okay. Things are going to, you know, generations come and go and and Sometimes you need go. to milk the bat suit. <laughs> and the Robin suit. And the Robin suit. I, mean, I guess so. If you're going to milk one, you got to milk both. <laughs> it, it, it swells and you know and it's it's, it's very painful yeah, yeah. That's, what you know. <laughs> that's what they tell me um in february uh the seventh season of clone wars will be Is coming it, out oh that's right it's like february 17th or something yeah. something like that which uh which will be interesting to see because where clone wars ended was kind of interesting as well i haven't quite finished it. i'm still in the middle of it i'm still in like season Five, yeah, I haven't finished I watching it all yet either. My well, husband's watched Disney all Plus. of it. Yeah, my husband's watched. Well, all, I haven't watched all of it yet. So. Don't want to spoil it. Don't spoil it. Don't, too, spoil but it. don't do well. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. But they seem to have their act together really well. Big shock. There's, there's some times in that show where I'm like, <laughs> what? You're just cartoonishly. I mean, it's a bad way of putting it on a cartoon, but you're so cartoonishly evil. Like, why <laughs> is anyone in the Separatists, the the Confederacy? Like, what? Why? You're just evil you're just mean like there's no logic to this and then sometimes they throw in like this episode where it's like oh here's the separatists senate by the way that was a thing and Mm -hmm. i'm like that's great but what are they doing because obviously (laughs) this thing is out of control (laughs) it's (laughs) ma'am just a show senate i guess living together yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> like a book club than a senate. <laughs> well, you know, it's like oh, they got the, we got the trade federation over here and the techno union over there, and those guys all seem to have their what they're doing, and we just we don't want to be part of the republic anymore. Oh my god, I love too when they go back to like the republic senate and the the trade federation guy is there, and it's like, wh- how are you there? Why are you still there? What? And everybody's <laughs> like, well, he's he's a dick, but I mean, he, he's the trade federation. They're the trade federation. They've yeah. been here. It's fine. I'm, the, sh- I'm sure it's fine. And the banking anyway, anyway. union and yeah. Yeah. Nah. I mean, look at him. We need diversity. He's a diversity uh, oh. Uh, representation. Oh god. Oh. In the worst way. You suck, Star Wars. Oh. <laughs> You're the worst. Oh. oh. Terrible. Oh. Um. Quick swerve to save myself here. There we go. <laughs> also in February, I haven't had a chance to do a whole lot because this was my first week back at school. But uh, I did catch the trailer for Netflix's February 7th premiere of Lock and Key, adapted from Joe Hill's uh, comic series. Joe Hill, the son of Stephen King, uh, for those who don't know. I did not completely read Lock and Key, but um, I read about probably at least half of it. And if it's anything like the comic, it's freaking outstanding. The trailer looks great. I love the, the look of it. It's got like a very kind of dark fantasy look to it. Um, for those who aren't familiar, the story is, is vaguely about uh, a family who moves into um, a family home, obviously in New England, because the kings. Um, <laughs> and there are all these keys that they keep finding that match with certain doors and magical things happen. Um, it's uh, at, at kind of at the same time, both sort of like wondrous and colorful and magical, but at the same time also with a, a very present darkness kind of under the surface. If it's anything like the comet, it's going to be dark, it's going to be gory, um, it's going to deal with some pretty heavy uh, subject material. Uh, but I'm very excited and looking forward to that one. That's going to be my next big Netflix watch, I think. Ooh, I'm in. That yeah, sounds good. Yeah. Interesting. Speaking yeah, of other trailer. trailers I've seen, 
uh, did you guys catch the New Mutants trailer that dropped the other week? I have not. I have not. They, I think they may have released... Did they release two very recent trailers, not counting the one from 18 years ago? Uh, this, I think... YouTube was trying to convince me there was an additional trailer, and I think that was a lie. It might be fake. Yeah. It's probably um, a fan. But there, there, was a, there was a trailer that came out last week, mm-hmm. um, and... Wow, I I remember reading about they're doing New Mutants as a uh, as a horror movie. Yeah, and wow, from that from that uh, trailer, they definitely have the horror movie cranked up. Yeah. Uh, okay. Maisie uh, Maisie Williams, Game of Thrones, Game fame. of Thrones, fame. fame. Uh, and the older bro- the, the the older brother from Stranger Things. The, the kid's name is escaping me. Um, Oh yeah, I know who you're talking about. He Will's is, older um, brother. Will's older brother, mm-hmm. Jonathan. Yeah, the I can't think is, what the actor's name is. Yeah, he's in it. Uh, some other folks I, who I recognize, but whose names slip my mind right now. Um, but uh, it, it does look interesting, and apparently uh, there was a there there is a post credit scene um, that originally had been shot with. Uh, now the actor's actor slips. The original slips my mind, but the original actor was portraying Mister Sinister. Oh, but the new shot it was with Antonio Banderas as Mister Sinister. I don't know if it's, it didn't say from what I was reading. Didn't say if he was doing Mister Sinister or not. Hmm. Um, oh, that's right, because it was supposed to follow on the heels after was it Logan that made a Sinister? No, no it was. Uh, uh, it was. Um, Age of Apocalypse. Age of Apocalypse. Right. Age of Apocalypse yeah. had the the Mister Sinister uh, like a briefcase or something. The like end. That with his initial Nathan. Uh, yeah. Nathaniel, whatever his name is. Yeah. That guy. That Nathaniel guy. Sussex. <laughs> Sussex. You're right. Essex. 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 Sussex. Essex. Duke of Lord of. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So and there was also a, I think there was a, a post credit scene or something that impl- that had the implication of. Mr. Sinister as well or something. I don't know if I believe this, but I also caught wind the other day that there was an implication that it will take place inside of the Marvel Cinematic Universe at this point. The new mutants? I don't know if I believe that. So, grain of salt. Mm. Like, mutant-sized grain of salt here. Hmm. Um, X-gene grain of salt. But um, uh, I, I have heard that Disney may be sliding some kind of Marvel Cinematic Universe. Maybe Antonio Banderas is Doctor Strange's second cousin twice removed. I don't. I don't know. I always get nervous when you put Antonio Banderas into anything geek or like fan like that has a yeah. rabid fandom related. It's like you gotta he's I don't get me wrong, he's a cool guy, great actor, all that stuff. But they put him into stuff sometimes and you're like, um see I'm I'm still I'm trying to think of what you're getting at with that. Yeah, I can't think of what, can't think of like, what he could possibly be getting at with our, that. Interview with the vampire. vampire. Yeah, I was gonna say interview with the vampire. Oh, <laughs> I, I wasn't making the that connection. That was like was, in my head. I was I like, I wasn't I was go, like, mentally going back far enough. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, like, I know I'm this. Still scarred. Uh, I, I yeah. know this one because I've heard this. That's rant. like the one part of the movie that I was just like, why? Right, yeah, of all people that they could put into that role, why? You know. But there's been a couple others. When that's I go back, like, my mind just goes back to El Mariachi. So. Yeah. <laughs> not related to this conversation at all. I just wanted to. Know but that. it kind of fits him. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. The, the only other thing is, you know. 
Shrek, I mean, okay, I'm kidding. Him, him, him as, him no, as Puss in Boots. he was perfect was... as Puss in Boots. Yeah, I thought yeah. he was amazing as yeah. Puss in Boots. I thought you were going to say he was perfect as Pablo Picasso, who we also recently played. <laughs> Did he really? That was yeah. weird. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> that, yeah, again, very weird casting for it was him. weird just... casting, but I mean, I saw, <laughs> I did not see the movie. It looked, it looked good. I just didn't, uh, didn't catch it, but he, he looked the part. I was reading, I was reading up some, on some of like the development history of uh, the New Mutants and basically how like they shed folks left and right and yeah. you know mm-hmm. they're going to have James McAvoy's uh Professor X be in and then because of whatever happened in Dark Phoenix which we have not seen uh I didn't see it either. I'm scared <laughs> a little. <laughs> Although you know what I do find interesting? Dark Phoenix had Sophie Turner. Mm-hmm. New Mutants has Maisie. Mhm. Just, hmm. just taking from Game of Thrones. Is that it? Uh, Eternals. Has... Eternals has Kit Harrington. Mm, no, uh, Rob Manson, Michael Manson. No, Michael Manson. Someone else. No, they have Kit Harrington. Uh, but also Rob Stark. They have Rob Stark too. I thought they had just had Kit John Snow. Mm-hmm. Um, no, Kit Harrington is implied. To no, maybe Kit Harrington like... is implied for uh for Moon Knight. Oh, is he? <gasps> I haven't heard he's gonna be Black Knight. Black Knight. Um. Uh, Rob Madsen, that's his name. Robert hmm. Madsen. I've been wondering who was going to play Moon Knight. No, I thought I heard Kit Harrington for... Um, well, it'll be interesting. Anyway. I think that it's cool that they're taking these... Because um, one of the things that's happened in the past is you get these ensemble casts in these wildly successful series or movies or whatever, and then those 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 actors get pigeonholed. Yeah. Like, I know, we've seen that When was the last time you ever saw Garrett Wang in something? Right, exactly. And that's Harry like, Kim for, for yeah. those in... Oh, yeah, him. Know. Right. So they get pigeonholed and then they end up and it's like lately you can see like there's almost a I don't know if it's it's an effort in Hollywood or if it's just a a change in thinking where they're starting to give these actors more roles right after these huge blockbusters and give them a chance to grow as actors and not just get you know, pigeonholed yeah, into like one character, things. and then yep, yeah, exactly. You're, you're at Robert Beltran, and and you know, doing local theater and and hitting up the uh, sci-fi comic convention circuit. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. That's a geek point. Take your geek point and go. Yeah, yeah. Take I mean, it. I mean, otherwise, you otherwise, you could be Tim Ross. Go to the Delta Quadrant is your geek point. <laughs> well, Tim Russ just is in everything. Yeah, Tim <laughs> Russ is in everything. He played Tuvok. Yeah, amongst other roles. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, look, if we're going to point out real geek commitment, I just want to point out that uh, Maureen, your husband's name is Luke. I'm just saying. Yes, yes, I did. Yeah. Okay. So his name is Luke. There's your commitment. Right. Okay. Yes. Right. For the fact of how much I love Star Wars. That's really why she married you, Luke. That's exactly why I married him. (laughs) (laughs) But, but not a bad thing. It's fine. He got the, you know, Star Wars jokes going up and everything. But then, um, you know, he looks like Obi-Wan Kenobi. He does a little bit. Hello there. I hadn't even thought about that, especially as he's getting a little older yeah. and the beard and yep. yeah, crazy. <laughs> That's really hot, actually. Yeah, so, yeah, it's yeah. Fine. <laughs> Snow. Snow moon. <laughs> so yeah, I, I hit the Star Wars jackpot. You totally did. I totally did. <laughs> Has he ever like cosplayed as, as him? No, you know he's never. I he he did a, like a Jedi thing once. Mm-hmm. Um, but it wasn't like like any. So we can pretend that he was Obi Wan. Yes. From a particular point of view. Yes. Okay. Okay. Get your geek point. (laughs) So I am challenging Luke. I know you're going to listen to this. I want to see you as Obi Wan like next Halloween. (laughs) Or sooner. Or sooner. Yeah. Sooner. Your next convention. Whatever. (laughs) Have you not done any Star Wars cosplay yourself? Um. I feel like you would own Mara Jade. I'm just saying. 
Well, yeah. I have my my Star Wars like you know my Star Wars show. I have a Star Wars burlesque show. I do um, uh, Boba Fett, mm. and um, I've done Chewbacca. Hmm. Uh, I have never seen you do Chewbacca. Very sexy Chewbacca. Well, the Chewbacca came out of, um, there was, um, in Tampa, she does it once a year. She does, like, a Christmas holiday Star Wars thing. Oh, shit. And it is that you have to, you can be the character, but you have to use, like, Christmas music. Mm -hmm. So I turned my Boba Fett into, like, the song I normally use, but then it goes into the Grinch. So, like, I take off my helmet, I'm the Grinch. Oh. Oh. Okay. And then my Chewbacca one turns into Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Aww. <laughs> that is a very cool setup. I like this. That yeah, is and I've super also done cute. Slave Leia. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah. But I've only really done them for, like, the shows. I've never, like, cosplay them at, like, a convention or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I used to do um, the one in Miami. Supercon. Uh-huh. Supercon. Yeah, Supercon. Mm-hmm. We, we used to do burlesque there, and then... We'd always do like a really big production with it. So like we'd the other nights were like small shows, and then Saturday night was our very secret like nobody knows what we're going to do. <laughs> and our first year, we actually did an entire Tron show. Oh wow! I feel like yes. that would be super cool with light up costumes, mm-hmm. the Daft Punk helmets. Mm-hmm. Love it. Everything, awesome. and it was the most nerve-wracking, I think, show I've ever done in my life. <laughs> I was in the back hyperventilating. Oh. The fire marshal showed up. Oh, God. <laughs> it was one of the biggest audience I've ever performed for. Everything was going wrong. Oh, my God. But it was the most incredible show ever. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's very I, cool. That's, that's the least that, a point yeah. there. I mean, like, and, you know, that's, what, that's what, you know, I was thinking was when, when I did Gamer Expo. Uh, mm-hmm. They didn't have they didn't have any burlesque stuff going on there. Need more burlesque at cons. Yeah, that needs to be. A they thing. also didn't have any. I mean, they had wrestlers there, but they, like to sign autographs and take pictures. But they did not have any have wrestling going on there. That you gotta was, fix that too. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, they were in their second year, so yeah, you know, just you give them yeah. time. You know, yeah. and I think the next year our big thing was we did, uh, and it was right when the girl Ghostbusters was about to come out. Mm-hmm. Like they had just announced it and everything, and we did a Ghostbusters themed oh, show. Oh, nice! And that was really cool. Like <laughs> I was Bateman. <laughs> nice, nice. Of course. <laughs> and we um, had uh, Luke dressed up as the State Park Marsh- Marshmallow Man. Ah, and, like nice. I threw him job, off Luke. stage, and I had given some of my friends like these huge bags of marshmallows. Mm-hmm. So as I threw them off stage, they just started throwing marshmallows. Oh my god, that's awesome! <laughs> that is incredible. That and is when the, of course the room cleared, there was marshmallows stuck in the carpet, and I was like, Oh, oh. I'm never performing here again. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you just gotta commit, and you worry about yeah, the problems definitely, later. Yeah, definitely committed. Yep, <laughs> that's great. Oh my goodness! Don't be mad at me because I gave one hundred and ten percent. Right? <laughs> Couldn't your carpet give one hundred and ten percent? That was actually the first time I ever had Nicole Hollowell MC for me. Okay, for that uh, the Ghostbusters. Very cool. Show, and she was fucking phenomenal. Yeah, so amazing. she's amazing. Amazing. <laughs> well, uh, we. Could go and talk for forever, but we know you're on a time crunch. I am. So uh, let's uh, let's let's bring this one let's in for tally a landing. The point. So going to the big board. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> <laughs> winner, winner, chicken dinner. Yay! <laughs> 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 
<laughs> By the sound of it, you realize that Miss Morgan LaRue has won. She is the geekiest. We have to edit in a spoiler alert there for right? anyone who uh, likes to hear point readings. Um, Sorry, I got a little so excited. excited. Kayla, Kayla got her, her single my, point my, in. My signature one point. Pete, Pete you, you pulled in two. Yeah. I got three, and, and Miss Morgan LaRue got ten. Ten! Blew us out of the water. So, as, boom. <laughs> as is our tradition, uh, you being the winner, uh, you have first dibs at shouting out or plugging any of the things you're working on or where people can find you or follow you and any of that good stuff. And, of course, I will put all of that into the show notes so people can actually click in those things. Okay, well, you can follow me on Facebook. It's just Morgan LaRue, and Instagram is MorganLaRue0066. Um, you can just look up the Shimmy Shake review. Um, like I said, I have a show next week in Gainesville. Anybody, if this is, what is this coming out? This will come out on Thursday. Okay, so on Saturday is my show on the 18th. So if anybody's listening to this in Gainesville or in the surrounding areas and you want to see a Stranger Thongs, a.k.a. Stranger Things show. Oh my God, if we had the time, I would so road trip for <laughs> that. Like I'm tempted to just drive up to Gainesville. Yeah, it's <laughs> a high dive. So you can find me there. Like I said, you can find me all over social media. Awesome. <laughs> all right. Awesome. Awesome. Peter. I uh, am on. I'm the twit who is uh, otherwise known as at the it's just Pete on Twitter. Uh, you can find me there. You can find me regularly as Orion on the not safe for wizards actual play fifth edition D and D podcast. Uh, email me questions, comments, uh, sexy pictures. Uh, I am <laughs> geekiestpete at gmail.com. I will make sure to um, post your sexy pictures to our show notes. That's not true. I won't do that. I'm going to keep them for myself. <laughs> so greedy. Yep. Pete. I'll share them with you. But I'm I mean, okay. yeah, yeah, you know. No, I mean, yeah, it's just not leaving <laughs> okay. the table. Okay. 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 <laughs> Pete, you're opening us up to so much problems. I'm a bad person. Fine. <laughs> bad person. <laughs> Kayla, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at Kayla underscore Hawk or on, sorry, other way around. I'm a little dyslexic and a little distracted because when you see what's God. across the table from me. Uh, yeah. Anyway, um, Hawk underscore Kayla on Twitter. You can find me at Geekiest Kayla on Instagram. Uh, you can find me playing Jade on the same as Pete mentioned, not safe for wizards, D and D fifth edition actual play podcast. That's a lot of words. Um, if you are in the Send downtown, them well. <laughs> thank you. If you are in the downtown Davie area, you can catch me at our thrift shop at Secondhand Goddess at forty one forty eight Davie Road, um, and all of the social medias of Secondhand Goddess as well. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at, at Demorgus. You can find everything about the show on different social medias at The Geekiest Pod. You can email The Geekiest Pod at thegeekiestpod at gmail.com. And of course, I am the DM of the Not Safe for Wizards 5th Edition Actual Play Podcast. I like when I set the standard of saying all the words and then everybody else is forced to say all the words. <laughs> we do. We have to. It's all your fault. That, that's a lot of <laughs> that's a lot of words. A bad person. That's uh, a lot of words to put together. <laughs> um, English is hard. <laughs> just a reminder that in a little more than a month, we will be taking the geekiest on the road to Jacksonville to take part in the Jay and Silent Bob Reboot Roadshow and Question and Answer. And then afterwards, Armored Bear Productions has pony up some money, so we will be doing the photo encounter with one Mr. Kevin Smith. And uh, our plan is, of course, give him one of our T-shirts with all three of our Geek Point pins 
which someday will be available for purchase on some sort of online device. Eventually, we'll figure that shit out. (laughs) (laughs) So email us your questions, comments for uh, Mr. Kevin Smith, and uh, embarrassing publicity stunts for me to embarrassingly do in front of everybody, because I'll probably do it. (laughs) (laughs) You you don't know what you just opened yourself. Oh, this is going to be interesting. I'm really just hoping somebody emails me. I've been checking, and no one's emailing me. It makes me sad. Talk Uh, to us. We're lonely. (laughs) So lonely. (laughs) Oh, guys, let's not sound that desperate. But you guys can write us or tweet at us or message us. We need a P.O. box. Slide into our DMs, whatever. Do it. Do it. I want to thank you for listening to us this week, and we'll be talking to you next week. Be good, you jerks. Bye, guys. We love you. Hey there, listener. Before we get out of here, just want to uh, ask you to do us a little favor, Um, two little favors. One, if you go to Apple Podcasts, Leave us a rating and review there. Five stars would be great, but hey, we're leaving that up to you. And the second would be share the podcast with your friends, family, coworkers, whoever you think would enjoy a deep dive into geek culture. Uh, that would definitely help us. Thanks for listening. The preceding program was brought to you by Armored Bear Productions. <laughs>